it never ends. They will always never be satisfied with what you do. You have PhD, they'll still tell you, uh, no, you still have to get some, you know, and all of that. They just never, it never stops with them. They always want to tell you what to do. And you see, the thing is, you see people who are always good at telling people this one is small. They are the ones that their life is not always that put together. Hello and welcome to 20-somethings Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Fortunes, self-acclaimed spokesperson for 20s. Here on the podcast, we talk about everything bothering us as 20-somethings. From the good, to the bad, to the wins, the ups, the downs, and everything in between without discrimination, judgment, or prejudice. With a goal to build a community of 20-somethings who are empowered to be their best selves, live their best lives, blossom while staying connected and learning from one another. If this is your first time here, welcome. And to returning listeners, welcome back. So let's delve right in. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of 20 Somethings Run Podcast. I do hope that you're having an amazing, amazing, amazing day. Am I having an amazing day myself? Um, I'm just grateful that I'm able to record <laughs> and actually do this today. So that is making my day amazing. But aside from that, I'm really, really stressed out. I've had like, I went back to school. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast. Actually, guys, I went back to school for my master's program. And so I'm very stressed. I did not realize it could be this stressful. And then combining that with work has been a lot, lot. And that would also lead me to talking about, you know, why there was no episode last week. Um, I did mention on Twitter and on Instagram, if you follow us on social media, so you must have seen the fact that there was no episode last week. But then if you're someone who listens every week and you're like, why was there no episode? I'm so sorry, guys. Your girl has been swamped with so much work and I just couldn't get into the studio to record. So I'm sorry. But as much as possible, I'm going to make sure that that doesn't happen again. And like at every point, I'm going to make sure that there's a content. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, so that's exactly why today's episode is very exciting for me because the devil tried me and my guest today, but God did in the word of, what's that, DJ Khalid, yeah. <laughs> All right, okay, no more talking, I'm no more rambling. I hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I do. And today's episode, I have with me Ola Yinka. And Ola Yinka, you know, she kind of reached out when I put out a form saying, who wants to be on the podcast? And she said, yeah, I would like to be on the podcast. She wants to share her experiences about leaving school, but still succeeding and being a thought leader on what she does or with what she currently does. Right now, she's a LinkedIn influencer, an Instagram influencer as well. And I think she teaches people about social media. So that's really, really great. Going from someone who probably did not follow the very conservative way to still making a name for herself and still becoming someone who is teaching people today. Mind you, she's still in her 20s. That's even more exciting. So without talking much, let me introduce my guest for today. Hi, Ola Yinka. Hi, Jessica. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, how so are nice you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great because... Um, I think um, I've never really had a platform to share my experience about living school and, you know, making a thing for myself. This is the first, first platform that I'm going to be putting this out and sharing my experience. So I'm excited. I, you know, I want to see how it's going to look like, you know, and it takes a lot of courage to do this because, you know, um, sometimes when it comes to this kind of life that I've chosen, I always get people who always tell me, nah, it doesn't work like that. You cannot do it. There's some places you cannot walk into if you don't have this and that. But then I realized that it's not your journey. So it's easy for them to always think it can't work or it's not possible. So without further ado, I just, I just, I'm just so happy to come here and share my story because probably who knows, there might be someone there who is going through the same thing I'm going through and they cannot just find someone who understands you know, the kind of journey, challenges that you're facing. So, yeah, as I said, I should come to change something around and just, you know, rant about it and talk about it. You know, so what do you learn from my story? <laughs> Thank you for having me, Jessica. I am so excited. First, I'm happy. In fact, this is like a round of applause. 
that we get to be the very first platform that you get to share this this is like i'm very happy and even hearing the fact that you mentioned that this is your journey and you're owning your journey and you're not letting other people you know put on their own oh that's not the way it should be you know how people just like to put their own fears on you but you are shining through it and blazing a path for yourself that is so beautiful i know another thing you talked about you know having the platform to, you know, talk about your stories, your 20-somethings rant. The other day, I was actually trying to build up a media kit for 20-somethings rant, and I was trying to, you know, figure out the unique selling points for 20-somethings rant. And I'm like, oh, my God, there are lots of podcasts, you know, people are talking, and I'm like, oh, what then makes 20-somethings rant different? And I realized that the different differentiating factor really is the fact that anyone who really feels like, oh, because I'm not big yet, this other platforms will not want to speak to me because they don't know me they get to be on 20 somethings rand it's like it's very easy for you to talk here it's very easy for you it's like giving a platform for every regular 20 something like regardless of where you are it's like as long as i, I can get a microphone to you and you can talk <laughs> i will bring you on this podcast so i'm just very happy that you know listening to you talk about being here again and being excited to be here you're just like okay that's really the selling point and that's what i should be talking about so i'm very very excited okay okay and i'm also very excited to hear your story so the very first question would be tell us how you even got to the point of dropping out of school leaving school yeah okay thank you for having me jessica so um like i said i'm 22 now and like i was 22 I crossed into June 8th this year. So I was um, 20 before the pandemic came. That was in January, I think December 2019. I was studying dental technology and my GP was really, really low. Like, in fact, you know, my lecturers, they knew me as, as, a, as a girl that is very smart. My mom too was like, what is going on? And I was even scared to tell, tell my mom at the beginning, like, my, my GP is not working well. I was like, maybe it's because, okay, you know, I've not been in school before. This is my first time. I'm still trying to adapt to how, you know, school thing work. And it was an health college. So I was like, this thing is not working. So I was depressed. And at some point, I attempted suicide. I was rushed to the school cleaning because I realized that it was like, this place is not where I am. I, even though I was around a lot of people, I was attending classes and all of that, but I just felt like I was not in the right place. You know, when if you open a stable and you put a bed with horses, the bed is going to feel out of place, definitely, because a bed and us, they don't have really have any, they are both animals, but they don't have anything in common. And I was like, I felt I was, like, I was like in the wrong place. I was like a missing piece of a jigsaw puzzle. That was how it felt like. Like there was somewhere I just needed to fit in, and that school was not really the place for me. In fact, a lot of times people would tell me, maybe it's because you studied the wrong course. And I was like, no, it's not really because I studied the wrong course. I just didn't want to. I realized that my story, my journey is not going through the normal way that everybody is going through. So when my GP was low, right, um, by the time I was done with 100 level, the result was, the CGPA was post posted, and a lot of people were like, um, they said you have to repeat. Now you have like a carryover year, so you have to start 100 level again. And I was like, I cannot start again. When I was in this year one, it was not really working. So what's the point? Let me just, just leave. That was it. It was another decision because I was like, is this something I'm doing wrong? Or maybe it's just something that was not just serious. Or maybe it wasn't really what exactly was going on. I didn't really know. And I think I, I was always my single mom. So I was also the one trying to pay my school fees. And I was in health college that we pay thousands of naira. And I was trying to like start my own business. I was I was into vintage shirts. I was selling vintage shirts and trying to feed and all of that. So everything was taking a toll on me. And for someone like myself, I realized that my mental health like this is very, very fragile. Any small thing, I just break down. So when I was in school and, you know, they pasted the result, like, we have to repeat. I, a lot of my, you know, a lot of people in school who I respect, they're like, okay, maybe I should leave school and then go to a polytechnic in that same city in Kwara because I'm from Kwara They said I should go to another polytechnic or maybe another university. You know, a lot of people were telling me, you know, people are just giving different advices. And, you know, I just realized this time myself that this is not what I wanted to do. So I've always loved speaking, right? Because when I was in school, I was a co-host at a particular radio station. We were talking about ladies. We call this show Ladies and Girls. So I used to go there. I used to talk every Tuesday. I had a lot of other people there. That, they already graduated, but they were working as a radio host at that radio station. So I would go there. We would discuss. I know a lot of people were always like, ah, Tiana, it's not so much to get from you. So I realized that speaking for me was really something I actually loved. Yeah, speaking. And then I, I realized that I'm this kind of person that if I'm in a place, people always want to come to me for advice because they see me as this person that is more mature and more intelligent than they are. So whenever I think I decide that I don't think this school thing wants to work anymore again, right? 
So I had to drop out. So in 2020, January, I had to drop out. Then I traveled back home. I was in school for like two months. I would go inside the school building. I would see my, my classmates. And I felt like a kind of failure because I was like, why can't I just be like everybody else? Like everybody else, people will go to school, get admission, and they will finish. Why do I have to go through this process? But then I guess that was the mistake. I was trying to be like everybody else, forgetting that my story is unique to me alone. My journey is unique to me alone. So by the time I left school, like two months after, I was not, I was, I was just selling vintage shirts. I was not going to school, I was selling vintage shirts. I would go inside the school building, you know, school environment, and talk to students and some of the lecturers, and then all of that. Sure. So people said they were going to help me and work it, and you know, I can switch to another department. I said, no, I don't want to teach another department. So after some time, I realized that it was time to move. So I, I traveled back home because my school to my home was like an hour journey. So I traveled back home. When I traveled back home, the day I told my mom that I was going to, she was like, she was crying because she was like, do you know, it, do you know what, you know, as a single one, she was like, do you know what it, what it took us for you to get into this? Because do you know how much you have to rally around for money and all of that? But I thought, I said, which one would you prefer? Would you prefer that I, I stay in school and waste four years or five years of you trying to give me money to go to school? And then after I realized I cannot boast of my, my certificate, I cannot say, okay, yes, um, I've been able to work on a dead certificate. I said, you want me to keep staying in this school? Probably you just hear that. Your daughter is dead because this is not what I want for myself. I said, which one do you prefer for me to go and do something I want? Or you want me to keep staying in this school where I don't really feel like I belong? So said, like, what do you want to do? So I said that I was going to go to NIJ, um, the Justice of Journalism in Lagos. Yeah, that was what I said I was going to do. That was it. So I told her I was going to come to Lagos. I also told that I was coming to Lagos to see a friend. I didn't really tell her that, okay, well, I'm not come back again. I just said I was coming to Lagos. And that was why I carried my bag and I said to Lagos. And since then, I haven't traveled back home again. So that's it. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I cannot imagine that must have taken a lot of guts. First, telling your mom, you know, facing your mom to tell her that, oh, I'm not doing this again. And secondly, also looking at your friend, going to the next level, and then all of that. So my question is, at that point, what was your mental health like? What was your, where was your head at? How did you even feel? How did you even get the strength to confront your mom? and tell her that I'm not doing this again. What inspired you? What gave you the F1 tree? Because I feel like a lot of 20s, <laughs> myself included, sometimes we don't have the F1 trees. Like, you don't, I don't have the guts to say sentences to my mom, you know? So I want to know what that process was like for you. Did you map it out? Did you speak to somebody? What did you, what gave you the guts? And actually, the thing is, I, I think I pride myself as someone who, who is bold. I'm very, very bold and confident in myself. Even when my mental health was not in, in the right shape, um, I've always been a very bold young girl. Growing up, I was not really that kind of kid that was really... I was, intro, I was introverted as a kid. And there's a mom who always tell me to now that she, she never thought that I was, I was going to be this outspoken. Because when I was a kid, I was just this kind of person that even when you ask me, what, what is your mommy? What's going on with you? I was just looking at you. I'm not saying anything. But when I grew up, I... When I was in school, my eyes got, it was like my eyes got open to a lot of stuff. And I realized that I'm just 20. And this is like the time of my life. The earlier I make decisions for myself, the better for me. And then I also realized that my parents can always tell me, you know, they can always advise me. But then again, they are not in my shoes. They have already done their own. They have worked their own journey. So I cannot compare mine to theirs. I cannot always say I want to do what they want. Because sometimes our parents can always give us good advice. But maybe... It might not even really work out for us. So it's not every advice even your parents to give you that you have to even say you want to invest. Because trust me, they are women and they are also prone to mistakes. So I, I would just I would just say that it was just me being... I was generally a bold... I was just a bold young lady. That was just it. I was just bold. I was just the kind of person that... And I think that moment of my life was what gave me the boldness to always go for whatever it is I want. Because I believe taking that decision for me, I didn't even know where I got my strength from, honestly. I didn't know. It was just more like I, I had some kind of, you know, spirit or should I say an intuition that is guiding me and telling me like, girl, this is not the place for you. The earlier you get out of this, the better for you. So it was just like I was just putting a voice in my head. I was telling me, you just have to do it. Yeah, it took a lot of time because I had to cry. I cried. I would cry a lot because I was like, I would even have a failure because I was like, why can't I? You know, when, you know, the thing about, about this, our journey as humans is when you see how people are doing other stuff, they are stuck. You know, we, everybody knows that as a young person, once you leave secondary school, you enter university, once you enter university, you can wait, you go and start, once you start, you get a job, once you get a job, you're anywhere, you go and marry. That's how it has always been. When you marry, you give birth to children, if you can, you travel, if you can, you stay in Nigeria, and then you grow old, and then the cycle continues. But for me, I seen, I seen that cycle as something I don't want to participate in. Even if I'm going to live my life, I want to make sure that I'm able to live my life freely and do what I want. I don't want to grow old and then start regretting that. Or if I had no, no, I would have just 
there's rather than waste many. In fact, I've, I've had a lot of people that will tell me we should have stayed and take the certificate, and you know, just to. I was like, why would you want me to spend four years in the school just because I just want a certificate without knowing really if this is really what I want? Like, it's a waste of time. I, that four years can, if I should decide to invest in my personal development and go for what I really want, I know where I'm going to be. So it was just like, I think it was just an inner strength because trust me, I, don't, I cannot even really say it from my power. I cannot really say it. So that's just it. <laughs> like very, very, very beautiful to hear. I think it's a blessing for you that at this age, 22, you have this boldness and you actually know what you want out of life and you're going for it so fearlessly. I think it's like, it's a blessing because a lot of us at 22, 20 did not actually know what we're doing. And I'll use myself for an example, right? I went to school for my um, BS, BA, actually. I went to school. I knew of the school is called Taishulari. And to today, I feel like it was the biggest mistake of my life going there because, like, I did not like that school. Everyone who even sees me and says, you graduated from that school? It's like, how did you even go there? Because it was, it was just off it for me. And I feel like for my very first year, I knew that I shouldn't be here. This school is just a bag of nonsense, right? But I kept telling myself, well, let me just stay there. Just let me get this certificate. Let me stay there. Let me just get this certificate. So the extent, I feel like I didn't, even, I didn't experience school there. I was just going to class, coming back, going to class, coming back, until like my 400 level when I finally said, you know what? I've decided to do this, then I might as well just, you know, just have some experience, go out with people and have some, a little bit of fun here instead of just regretting every day of my life. So I think that maybe if I had your boldness, right, I would have realized that at that point, I didn't want to be in this school. And instead of, you know, just taking time out to waste, well, I don't, right, I regret it. I wish I'd gone to another school. But like, I just stayed there because it just felt comfortable. That's what I'm trying to say. So like, I think it's very beautiful that you knew on time what you wanted to do. I feel like it's beautiful that you are really, really fearless. And I would say well done to you because now I've had to, you know, try to erase that part of my life and say, mm, no, I did not waste it. No, I did not waste it. And then make the best out of it. But yeah, it's good to see somebody who, who has the infantry to just go for what she wants, regardless of what anybody says. And regardless of the feeling of, I know that one of the things I was thinking about then was, oh my God, so if I leave now, I'm not going to stay at them for one year or two years and then waiting for another school, all of that. So you see, if I had the boldness to know like, yeah, one year, that could, I could do all the things for that one year instead of feeling like, oh, I had to follow the way life said it was, you know, secondary school, university, and then go and get married, all of that, you know. Now I'm realizing that I can forge my own path. And, but it's beautiful that you know that at such an early time. And I hope that a lot of other 20s actually know that as well. Okay, so now that said, you, you mentioned that you wanted, you came to Lagos to go to NEJ, right? That's the Nigerian That's journalism, right? That's for yeah. journalism, yeah. Yeah, NIJ, okay, yeah. So tell me, have you started? How's it going? What are you doing now? Or what has it like, what has it been like since you, you know, left school to pursue these different parts? Okay, so but it's like I came to Lagos, right? That was what I had in mind. But then, you know, I had to do research of the fee and all of that. Then I realized that I didn't really have any support system. One was even angry with the fact that I left school. So who would I have gone to and say, oh, please, oh, I need money. I was like, okay, I need to first get a job, right? So I was staying with a, a somebody, like a friend I met on Facebook. I was staying with this person. So I was like, this person, I was telling this person, this is what I'm going to, and I just need a place because I needed to change my environment, right? So that was why I came to Lagos. So when I came to Lagos, I was like, let me get a job and then I can save up and go to NIG. So when I got this job, luckily for me, it was through my secondary school economics teacher. I was telling him this is what happened and all of that. I said, okay. That is, I was just on a Facebook day on a Wednesday and I just, the man chatted me on Facebook and I was like, ah, where have you been? I haven't seen you. And I was like, nothing. I was, I've just been there. So I was, I just told him, I achieved it. And I was like, um, if you have any vacancy at your office, he was like, really? Are you looking for a job? I said, yes, I am. He said, okay, bring your CV. And then, I got there and then it, I was taken in as an intern. So I started, that was um, 2020, this month. It was this particular month, November 1st, 2020. That was like after the pandemic all went away and all of that. So people were trying to get their lives back together. So I, I started working at that company. Then when I started working by January 2021, that was when I decided, okay, this energy, everything, with my income and everything, I don't really think I can afford it for now. 
So let me try and, you know, end something for myself and just try to get a, a thing or two going together. So I started writing because I was really good at writing. I used to write on Facebook. I was like, okay, let me use my writing. You know, I've always heard people say that you can end from being a content writer. I was like, okay. So I started writing. Then that was what led me to LinkedIn. I was looking for a platform where I could, because when I was writing on Facebook, people really didn't, nobody was liking my post, nobody was listening to me and all of that. And I was like, okay. So I found LinkedIn. I went to LinkedIn and I was like, okay, I think this platform suits what I was looking for. So I started writing on LinkedIn and then the first, second month, I started in January, then by April, I got a job from LinkedIn as a web content writer. And I was like, I started writing. Then I was getting ambassador jobs on Facebook too, as well, because I was, I also had an audience there. I was getting brand influencing jobs there, paying me good. So this was company I was, I was still doing my 95 with all of this. So when I was doing that, I was doing paying me like 15,000. And I was, I have already moved out of that personal family. I was already staying in one place and I had to pay rent. Because the first rent I paid was paid to me, was paid for me by someone I don't even know who the person is now. It was like a miracle. So it was not like I have to pay rent by November, which is in twenty. I was asked to pay rent by November twenty twenty one. Like, how do I meet up? So that was what pushed me to ask myself, what skills do I have? What do I need to do to be able to end comfortably? So I started doing all of this. I started going to LinkedIn and writing. Then I, I started writing and sharing my experience on LinkedIn, my knowledge, motivating young people like myself. Then. By October 2021, I was like, and I said that I already got like 5k followers on LinkedIn. I was like, ah, this platform is actually great. You know, I've already left NID stuff at the back now. So it was just me trying to make sure that I'm able to afford basic things for myself before I can start thinking of, okay, I want to get that money and go to NID. So in October 2021, I was like, I think this platform is a nice platform. Let me start teaching people how to use it. So I organized my first class, which was free, and then 30 people registered, and then I was like, okay, looks like this is working great. And then I organized the second one in November. I asked people to pay, I think, 1,000 naira. I got 30 people paid, that's 6,000 naira. So all of this was, you know, making my income a little bit more better. You know, I was knowing how um, I, I was able to, like, get stuff because when I was sleeping, I first packed in, I was sleeping on the mat. Because remember, this is just like I'm, I'm starting my life from the scratch again. Like, actually, I'm just starting my life from the scratch because I've never really lived alone. It's from school to my parents. So this is just like me starting my life. Without no parental support, nothing, nothing. It was just me. So I was able to get stuff in my house. I started, you know, doing stuff and all of that. So by December 2021, I was asking myself, like, do I really want to stay at this place I was working? Because then I was already good at writing. You know, within that time, I was already, I've, I've been able to consume myself in writing between January 2021 to December. My writing has become exceptionally great. Like, I've been getting current writing jobs. I've been doing content editing jobs and all of that. So I was not like, this company I was working, they were not really, really allowing me to exercise, you know, my skills. Therefore, probably I was just an internet. This person, she's not really that, you know, you understand. So I was, she was just not like, I was just giving and giving and giving. And I was not, I was not refilling my cup. And then by February this year, I was like, okay, I think it's time to leave. Because I felt my body was the only thing that was in that company. My spirit and soul was already there. And I was like, so I asked myself that, how old am I going to do? I said, I'm going to teach you about this LinkedIn. And intern, or probably find a job. So I left in February, and then by April again, I got an internship job. And by that time, I was already focusing fully on teaching part of this LinkedIn. I was organizing classes. I was getting, you know, invitation. I've gone to LASU, I've gone to Unilag, I've gone to Yabatech to enlighten young people like myself. This was earlier this year. Immediately, I decided I wanted to start focusing on teaching part of LinkedIn. You know, the growth just skyrocketed. And people started inviting me for speaking um, engagements, both online and offline. If you check my, my Instagram page, you will see a lot of events that I've, I've attended. I've been invited to go virtually and physically. Like, uh, please, I want you to teach people how to um, use LinkedIn and all of that. So, and that was it. So when I got um, an internship job, I spent three months, three months. And the reason why I even got this internship job was because my boss told me, she said the reason why she took me was because when people were filling in the form for the internship, nobody said they were good at LinkedIn. Everybody was just saying Instagram, Facebook, and she was like, okay. Like, I was the only person that mentioned I was, and in more than, more than maybe 200 people that filled the form. So it's only me that said I was good at LinkedIn. And so by the time I did my three months internship, she was like, she doesn't want me to go, that she's going to retain me. And this is yeah. how it is. This is how I've been able to work without not having a degree. So it's just one like, I've decided to invest in personal development and sharpening my skills and upskilling. And as I've been able to, so as I am like this, I stay in my own apartment. I know I pay hundreds of thousands yearly 
and this is what I've been able to do for myself. So I, I'm also a freelancer. Like I'm not attached to a boss. So for everybody that I work with the contract, if it's two months I work with you, I get my I collect my money and I go. So that's it. Wow, I like the joy that I hear in your voice. It's like you're very proud of yourself, and I think that you should be. It's like amazing what you you know. In fact, that even though you did not necessarily finish school or you dropped out for a bit, you can see you've still gone back to schools to teach people. It's just like showing people like. There's no just, life is not just a one way. Like, it doesn't have to always be this way. And even if you don't go this way, there are other paths that you can go. And I like that right mm-hmm. now you're doing something that you're happy with. Because like I said, I can hear this joy in your voice. And so I can only imagine how happy you are. Like, oh my God, I've been able to do this for myself. I know that even sometimes when things shake you up, I can only believe that. Or I believe that it would be a case of, oh, I did this for myself before. I've done this before. You know, it just makes you more confident. It would, I feel like it would increase your confidence level if that's something I've, I've personally learned myself. So at this point now, have you, like, spoken to your mom? I know you mentioned that you haven't gone back home since you came to Lagos, but it's been a bit. And then I'm guessing that you probably told her of this, your exploits. What has it been like? From that point when you left to now, what's the relationship like between your parents and you? And how are they? How do they feel about this new career path that you've taken? Okay, so the thing is, immediately I left home, right? Like I didn't really feel my mom in on what I'm doing, and which actually caused a little bit of you know argument because she was like, you know, when you grew up with a single mother, you guys live together all your whole life. So then she was complaining. She said, "I'm not far away from her," and I was saying that like it's not like I'm far away, but it's just that this is a new journey for me. I'm just trying to find my head. And it's, it's not like maybe I'm trying to stay away, but there's just a lot going on. And then it's not like I really, really told her anything. Like, I, I didn't even really bother. I didn't even go to her and ask her for advice. You get my point? I didn't really go. I, I'm just the kind of person that I have this, when I want to do something, right? I, I look at the, the regret. I know the advantage disadvantage. I wait together and I'm like, it's like the advantage is more than the advantage. And if I don't do it, what's worse that could happen? And if I fail, I'll try again. So that's, that's how I've been able to make my decision. Like, I don't really, I don't really ask my mom for advice like that. Trust me, I don't really ask for advice. Even when I ask her for something, it doesn't, it's not really about my career. I don't really about my career because then, I, like I always say, people, not a lot of people have worked through the same journey that I've worked through. So if I'm going to someone who probably believes in, ah, just go to scandal of that, I'm asking them for an advice. They cannot give me the best advice that is going to suit me. In fact, I've seen a lot, a lot of times when I go to people, if I, when I tell a lot of people, I don't go to people. I think it was in the last week somebody was telling me that I should do something more credible. Yes, that person made that statement. I was like, I should do something more credible because to them, they don't believe, they think you don't, you don't have a certificate. So what exactly, what, what exactly are you doing? But then I, I think people always forget that everybody has a definition of success, right? My own definition of success is that um, I'm able to afford a comfortable life. I'm able to have, if I didn't, I didn't forget to add that. It was so LinkedIn that I got my first award. I got my first award at 21 as young personality of the year through LinkedIn. Also, imagine building my audience from zero to 16K. Uh, yeah, I got to see followers on LinkedIn yesterday. So all of this, I just... Thank you. So, you know, it's, it's just like me going to someone that doesn't understand what... In fact, I think... Do you know how many comments I've heard from people about this, my journey? Somebody was telling me that I was like, ah, can I never advise any of the to drop out to? You know, the way he said it, it was like maybe dropping out or something. It was, it was like a life sentence. Yeah. Like, ah, you know, if you drop out, that's the end for you. And I've seen a lot of young people like myself today who say, ah, appearance is not really sure. Why will I drop out? Mm-hmm. You know, they also believe that if they don't have certificates, like, ah, that's been. But then, I, like, I always tell someone, I said, even people that are rich in this country, like people that are rich, going to get a certificate, certificate, it's not the ticket to a good life because there are people who have PhD, who have masters, and they're roaming around on the street of Lagos. They don't know what they want to do with their life. They don't know. A lot of them, I've met a lot of people. In fact, people that are my friends, or should I say people that I have in my corner, they're people that are way older than I am. I have people 30, 35, 35, that, you know, adults, women, men, that they, they, they really, they always tell me, I wish I had the courage that you have. And that's what they always say, like, I really wish I had the courage you have, you know, for... You know, I, the courage of saying this is what I want and I'm going for it. It doesn't matter if yeah. nobody has passed that route or that path before. But I'm always go. So for, for me, my parents, because I don't, I don't, I'm not really in contact with my dad, but my mom, my mom really does not have any issue She, like, I just told her, I told her, I said, don't worry, I can always figure myself out. I can always figure my life. This is my journey. If I fail, I will stick myself up again. That is life. You fail, you win, and mm-hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't mean you not. You always have challenges. I. 
even as all this story I just said in a short time, I know how many days that I will stay, I will not have money. You know, even as a freelancer, I still get broke on some days where I don't get clients. And, and there have also been days where I will sit down and order food and eat and enjoy myself. So I'm just enjoying this journey of my life because I believe that is how life should be. I'm still very, very young. I'm not supposed to have everything figured out at 22. Come on. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot, exactly. a lot of life to live ahead of me. So this is just a story. This is me going through life and experiencing my own unique path. So that's just it. Interesting, interesting. Um, I, I love it. I mean, and especially I love the fact that you're still in conversation with your mom because something I've realized is even as I go on my own path, you know, I, there was a point in my life where I had to have a conversation with my mom because anytime I wanted to go out, she'd be like, no, don't go out, oh, tell your cousin, go out with this person. And I'm like, let me just stop. Everybody has their life, you know, and this is my own path. I have to, you know, go on this path and figure out what's out there for me. And, you know, I didn't even realize I said that to her at any point. But then one day I was just like doing stuff in the house and she's like, you know, you said this to me. And that's why even if you go out anywhere you're going to, I'll just pray for you and say, God be with you because you're on your own path. And like, she never forgets it. She reminds me every time. And she's like, I'm very grateful I let you do it. And I'm glad that you were able to tell me this. And then we have a very good relationship now. It's like anything I want to do, I just need to tell my mom that, oh, I want to do this. It's like the goal, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, she just prays for me. So I'm, I'm happy that you also have, if somewhat good relationship with your mom, because at the end of the day, any other person turn on you, I always feel like you always have your parents and your mom, you know, to kind of like be there for you and there are people that you can talk to. So I'm grateful that that relationship is there for you, even though you're forming another path for yourself, because it's very similar to me. Like I'm from a different part from who my mom ever would have imagined I'd be doing. Probably now I should have thought that, oh, you'd be married by now. But like, I'm just, I decided I wanted to go and do my master's now. <laughs> so like a very different part from what she probably had in mind. But she's just supporting me as much as she can. And she's praying for me. And sometimes I feel like when I go through certain obstacles, like I'm able to go through them because of her prayers, because she's just there. And she, I just have her. So I'm very grateful for that. Um. So now let's talk about, I know you, you definitely, and in fact, when you said, some people have masters that they don't know what they're doing with their life. I feel like shots fired. Gay, gay. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, I don't impose. I feel like anybody should be able to do whatever they want to do when it comes to school, when it comes to career, because they are personal reasons. For me, I want to work in corporate, like nine to five. I want to like get to the echelon. I've had this speak that on of like a corporate ladder. And I feel like this is what will help me get there. But for some other person, maybe for you, perhaps that's like, not your goal. You want to lead your own company. You want to build your own company. Then you don't necessarily need the certificate for that. So I think that that's something people also need to understand that different people on different career paths and they need to be able to define what it is. And then also the things that you need for your journey are probably different from what I need for my journey. Are probably different from what someone who's listening needs for their journey. But then it leads me to the question of, have you ever thought that maybe at some point you'd go back to probably NIJ, you go back to, to get some certificate. Are you getting some certificates in this career path? Like, I feel like, yes, LinkedIn, social media, all of that, but do you ever think of the fact that, oh, maybe at some point I want, I would want to do this? Or are you right now just like, I don't need it. I don't think I'll ever need it. Just yesterday or last week, I was thinking of my goal for 23. And mm, I was saying, that's so yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, that, okay, so in this new year, well, what, what, what is my goal? What do I intend to do? And at the same time, I also want to make sure that I'm not, I don't, I don't want to do this because, oh, People are saying what I'm doing is not credible. So I want to do it because that is it's going to make me look cool to them, right? Because I don't I, I don't use another person's clock for my own time. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. work like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, if I'm going to be going back to school, probably a tra- like a, a traditional school is not going to be in Nigeria. That's my plan. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to get a certificate in Nigeria, yeah, it, it could be NIJ because I want to go into PR and communication because mm-hmm. I want to make sure whatever it is I'm doing, it falls back to social media stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want to go into PR and communications, entertainment. You know, don't be surprising if, if in year to come, you see me on TV, on radio, all of that. Because I, I love speaking. Be it's, it's, really, it's, it's really what I love doing. It's still mm-hmm. a part of me. And, and I'm this kind of person who is really, really vocal and expressive. Like, I'm really, really, in fact, I, a lot of people say I should go and become a lawyer. I'm like, people are not serious. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. the kind of person I'm vocal and expressive. And as for a young person like myself, when it comes to having discussions with gender issues about life, finding your path, you know, the unconventional way that probably when you, when I share my opinions with the average Nigerian, they're always like, ah, 
thinking this. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if he doesn't allow it with what you have always done, but that is just where I am. So for for school, yeah. So of course I want to go to school. I want to get a certification, definitely. I I want to go to NIJ and I'm I'm thinking of, I don't know. I'm just thinking about it to my plan next year or maybe 2024. But one thing I just know is I don't want to run too fast and I don't want to be too slow. That is what I'm trying to do. I don't want to run too fast and I don't want to be too slow. Mm-hmm. I also realize that as humans, there is it's a God factor in our journey. Right? Mm-hmm. There's a God factor in our journey. There's a God factor in our journey. There is there's some things that happen to us and they're like, I don't even know why this thing even happened to me. Sir. But then it's it, 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 it's all going to make sense in the future. Maybe in years to come. Probably the person you miss there might be someone that's going to help you. It could be an experience you added as well. You don't know. So for next year, I'm just planning, okay, I, do I want to go to NIJ? I'm looking at, okay, now, because the most important factor for me now is not really about going, it's about the finance, because at the end of the day, I have just myself. I'm not that to, I don't want to show everybody, I will now go back to school, and I'll start begging people, please, I want to pay my school fees and all of that. No, 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 no. I want to, I want to get to that point where I can comfortably say, okay, yeah, I want to pay these things myself and all of that. So like I said, I don't want to be in a rush. I don't want to be running too fast and too slow. So this is just me moving at my own pace. So yes, yeah, I want to go to NIJ. It, it might not be NIJ. But I want to go into PR and communication. Yes, that's definitely social media stuff. I'm all in. So this is just me starting. I'm thinking next year I'll get better. You know, I want to go into content strategy because now I'm a content writer and I'm working for a brand as a content and LinkedIn specialist. So by next year I want to go into content strategy and then you know from there I graduate and you know start moving the corporate and you know when I, I can't really say the corporate ladder because when it comes to this uh, media stuff, we cannot really say corporate like that because for me, you work in a, in a, in a traditional office, right? Mm. So you can be working, you can be in media and not working in a traditional office. People that are doing entertainment, yeah. it's not of them that is working in a traditional office. You get my point. I can say yeah, that even, even, if, even if I was working in advertising or PR, I can be working as a freelance, so I just go help this person on contract. I, I work with you, it's a complaint, do what you want to do, and then I'm off, they pay me, and then off on the off the net. Because I'm this kind of person as well that I don't want, I, I, I realize that I'm not the kind of person who wants to be bound by a certain kind of rules, right? I, I, don't, I don't want to be in a place where, you know, I have to like, no, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. I understand that they, generally there are rules that guide some, some professions, right, right? But then I realize that, you see this 95 thing, right? It's, it doesn't really give me that that path to be myself, especially if I, I believe you are, in, if you are in the corporate world, if you're vocal, it might not be a good advantage for you in the corporate world because there's, there's politics. There's politics. And that's also to do with you being vocal. Even if you are vocal, you're going to be the easy targets because when issues happen, it's Tiana. Ah, she's the one that knows how to talk. She's very, very good at talking. She's the one. You understand? So I realized that that industry does not fit into my kind of personality. That's the point. So I was telling my boss that I said, I would like to work with his complaint. I would like to work with Zikoko because Zikoko is a brand for young people like myself. And I love how they infuse entertainment with teaching and educating people. So I think that's the kind of place I want to be, a place where I'm not bound by particular kind of rules in quotes. I just want to be able to exercise my creativity and just allow me to flex, you know, as I, as I can. So that's Amazing. just it. Amazing stuff. I, I like I like that. And I also like the fact that you're, you're thinking about school at some point. But I think at this point... I, this break that you've taken in between has also helped you to define what you want to do because you realize that a lot of people go to school for four years they get a degree they come out and they don't even know what they want to use that degree for but i know that at any point when you decide to do whatever it is you decide to do whatever certificate you decide to do it would be for you because obviously you know like with certainty that this is what i want to do because it's not because somebody just said oh this is a good idea go and do it Nobody else is building your life for you. You actually would know with certainty. And you see that when people say, oh, I went to school, let's say they went to school last year or two years, and you just go in this year or next year, you're still, they, they're not better than you. You're actually better than them because by the time you put in whatever certificate and you put in your experiences that you already have from all these years, you'd be a better candidate and you'd have so much to show for it. So like, it's very beautiful that you're owning your journey and also thinking about it like in this whole world because at the end of the day, even though we do not subscribe to the world, people still want to see some name at the back. But that also leads me to the next question, which is how do you navigate people saying things like, oh, you don't have a certificate? Because I'm sure that at this point, you know, between looking for jobs, between talking to your friends and all of that, and people give all these very bad remarks or remarks that are really not polite and they say things about not having a certificate or sometimes self 
I was talking to a friend who told me he was filling a form and you know on the form that they asked him what was his highest level of degree and he felt embarrassed because he had a BSc and I'm like ah, why are you embarrassed with your BSc he's like yeah BSc is too small in fact he's doing his master's now and he's like the reason why he went to do his master's is just like because people just like to you know they look down on BSc blah 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 blah, blah and he wants to be able to fill a higher level of degree. So for you who at this point, you don't even have any degree if you were filling the form right now and people are making comments, how do you navigate that to make sure that you're not emotional, to make sure that people are not, because sometimes I realize that people do certain things just to get at you, just to spite you, just to, you know, make you, just to make you feel bad about yourself at any point. And I'm sure that you must have gotten that at some point or the other. So how do you stay strong for yourself and stay true to your path? Okay, so the thing is, do I feel bad about it? Yes, of course, because I'm a human and I have emotions. So sometimes people say stuff and I'm like, I think I think the day this person was talking to me about doing something credible, I I was talking to my mentor and I was crying on the phone because I was like, everybody's just telling me to do this and do that. You know, to them, it is only their own definition of what is right that everybody needs to do. You know, they'll tell you do this one. I was crying on the phone to my mentor and I was like, don't allow anybody to tell you what to do. The thing is, this was the same word we did. We said as a young person, you are bold. Trust me. You are you are courageous. And a lot of people are, they really want to be like you, but they are, they are just a coward. They don't have that confidence. So when they see you that you don't have a degree, you don't have anything, and you're doing all of this, they're like, where did she get this I got from? And I was like, don't, don't let them get to you. That's it. You are becoming a, somebody that is going to be in the public eye. And they won't talk about you. He even said, don't be surprised that maybe in the future, maybe when you become a celebrity and all that, they will still use it to spite you. And they're very, very okay. It's just how people are. Their own definition of being... In fact, I, I, I'm even surprised that somebody who has a BSc is even saying that people are telling him that his degree is too small. Like, just look at that. That means to people, it never ends. They will always never be satisfied with what you do. You have PhD, they'll still tell you, uh, no, you still have to get some, you know, and all of that. They just never, it never stops with them. They always want to tell you what to do. And you see, the thing is, you see people who are always good at telling people this one is small. They are the ones that their life is not always that put together. They really want to do what we are doing, but they cannot because they don't even know how to figure it out. They don't have the confidence. They don't have the God. They don't have the courage. So for me, I hear it a lot of times. A lot of times. <laughs> a whole lot of times. I, I think if I, when I talk to my mentor, it's always like, I, you know, that's why I was my mentor. He has never for once tried to like put this conversation and say, oh, maybe you don't. Mm-mm. He always tell me, he said, you, you have your specific abilities. You have what you're good at. It doesn't mean you, you have it in mind to go back to school. That's amazing. Work, but you don't have to rush it. Keep it at your own pace when you want. Don't be, like, like I said before, I don't want to be too fast and I don't want to be slow. People will always say, that's the truth. I think there was even a particular day, I think it was on Facebook, we were having a conversation about, you know, women having choices. And then I was like, somebody was telling me that for someone without no degree, I have too many choices. I said, but the fact that I don't go to school doesn't mean I can't choose that I want to do a certain caliber of men. I have yeah. every right to say, okay, oh, I want to do someone that has PhD. If you don't want to that's fine. There are a lot of men that have PhD that would definitely want to be with me. And mm. for someone like myself, I will always say like, I've never even dated someone that does not have a degree yet. That's the funniest part of it, though. Because mm-hmm. I always attract people who are way higher than I am. So it's just like, that's why whenever I tell them, I don't have a, I have a job, they're always like, are you joking? You don't mean it. Are you serious? Like, mm-hmm. ah. They'll be like, no, no, no. You know, they even try to argue. they be like, and you're 22, is it like, I don't believe it. Because they see me as someone, they'll be like, oh, mom, for a young person, you've actually seen a lot. I'm like, I guess. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> so yes, I always hear it. It's just, me, like I say, like I always say, you see, the thing is, people don't like it when you have a choice. That's the truth. They don't want you to have a choice. They want you to always listen to what they have to say. They don't want you to have a mind of your own. They always want you to do what society wants. And I don't blame people who listen to society. The truth is, for me, what I do, like you said, it takes a lot of courage. Trust me. I mean, extra kind of courage. Like, I mean, a whole lot of courage. Because even when it comes to this LinkedIn stuff, I know a lot of people that we are, we are doing the same thing on LinkedIn. And some of them are already in law school. I'm not getting the some of them are getting their BS and all of that. But it doesn't change anything. My story is my story. This is my path. And I've embraced it completely. Of course, that's, that's some days somebody will say stuff that will cry. Then, but that's it. But I, I always, um, there's, this, there's this thing I always say whenever people say that kind of thing. I'm like, if what I'm doing is not credible to you, enough, that's fine. But it pays my bills. I'm constantly developing myself. 
Mm-hmm. Since I left school within 2021, so I know how many stuff I've achieved. I know yeah. how many places I've entered. For me to be able to stand in front of people who are in school, for someone who is a dropout, I think it's a win. Trust me. Yes. It's a, it's a big win. win. <laughs> like, it's, a, it's a really big win. win. Like, even whenever I go to these schools and I tell them I'm a dropout, they're always like, whoa, are you joking? I'm like, and I always tell them, I'm not telling you, don't drop out of school, please. So I'm, I'm always advising them not to drop out because our journey is different and I will never ever say because I didn't go to school, you should not go to school. No, no, no. To so, like I always say, there's some people that their ticket to success is actually going to school. I mean, getting certificates in that normal way. And for some of us, that's now our journey. Our journey is probably going to be first dropping out of school, then going back to school again and all of that. So our path is unique to us. So yeah, I hear this word. People try to shame me for it, but then it's my journey. <laughs> I cannot always sit and wallow in self-pity and try to make people feel make me feel bad. No, 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 not at all. Like what I do, I'm proud of it. Um, people, it, 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 it gives me my daily income. I'm able to take myself out. I'm able to get, afford some stuff for myself. And it has given me also access to places where on a normal day, I cannot go to. If not for the fact that I decided to, you know, I, I, I know the brand I'm working for, I'm working with a boss that she went to school. We, are, we work remotely. She stays in Joss and I'm in Lagos here. And my skill I've been able to pay away for it because she always tell me, she'd be like, it doesn't matter your journey, you are good at what you do, and that's just it. So I, I don't let those words get to me. Yeah, some days it gets to me and I feel sad, but then it is what it is, what it is yeah. I don't let it get to me too much. So that's just it. Yeah, that's amazing, actually. And I think something I got from it is fact that, yes, you have a mentor. I think that's also great, you know, having a mentor on this journey is always, always a good idea. And also the fact that you are very self-aware, so you know that, oh, this will come. And I think that you kind of built a tough skin for it. But even on days when it gets to you, you still allow yourself cry and, you know, Mm-hmm. and you you get back up but i even think i think that it is weird for people to call you a dropout because you still have intentions of going to school hearing you talk you still have the intentions of you know getting a certificate you're just not doing it at the time that people want you to do it so i think that anybody who calls you a dropout is someone or people who are very ignorant of the fact that you have a dream you have a purpose you have a journey and you know what it would take for you to get there and you're also relying on the fact that there is there's there like you don't have to figure out your journey in one day in one year in four years like it's i i i would not be surprised that in a few years you tell me oh you've gotten this certificate you're doing entertainment so 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 and so and like you're just blazing the path for yourself because from hearing you talk you seem like someone who has a plan so it's just people who are very short-sighted and people who are very oblivious i would say oh she's a dropout because huh how can you call someone a dropout at 22 you still have the whole you have years ahead of you to make whatever journeys to you know to change up stuff switch up stuff at any point in time so i think that that is beautiful and i'm so grateful that you are here on the podcast to you know share with us today i think that it's been amazing talking to you i've learned a lot and i'm sure that anyone who listens to this episode will also have learned a thing or two so thank you very much alayinka for coming on the podcast um, so just before we wrap this up, I think I'll just say, do you have any final words of advice for anyone who's listening? Because I feel like you've actually dropped a lot of gems, but just one <laughs> sentence or one word or something so that we can wrap it up. So anybody that is listening to me, right, um, your own thing might not be dropping out of school. Your own might be doing something that probably you are scared of doing or probably you think other people are not doing it. It doesn't matter. You know, the thing is, our, our heart and our intuition always know when we're in the right place and want to do the right thing. When, you, when it's time for you to move out of that situation, when it's time for you to leave that job, that skill, that industry, you always know it's deep within yourself that, mm I no longer belong here. So when you get that, that nudge, please don't stay longer than you should. Pack your bags and leave. And always remember that leaving a bad job or a bad boss is just like you understanding the fact that I deserve better than this. Leaving my job, I was scared because I was like, how will I earn money? But I realized that I have the skill. Yes, it took a toll on my finance because at that point, I was not even had any saving. I was like, February this week. But look at me, my, my house friend, like, it takes me a whole year to save. But this year, in just five months, I was able to put it together due to the mm-hmm. fact that I was able to leave somewhere that was no longer serving me. And in fact, let me, let me even give you guys just one last shocker. So I'm doing this interview with my phone. And since January 2021, I've been using my phone for all I do. This is my phone I've been using to grow my audience, get speaking invitation. I just intend to get my laptop by next month or January. 
And that particular point I mentioned is just to let you know that don't wait until you have a particular thing. Use the resources at your disposal. Stop waiting. Mm. You have a lot already on your hands. Stop waiting, okay? Use whatever it is that at your disposal. There's a lot of things you can do. Go intern, get experience, network with people, go on platforms. LinkedIn is very good, Instagram. Go out there. There are people, young people, like I said, if I, I think as young people nowadays, there's no way they want to be doing that. A lot of people are making money from being an influencer, content creators, mm-hmm. podcast creators. They're making millions of naira. So, my dear, my young people who are 20 something who are listening to me, I love you and I want you to know that this is your first time in the world. You have not come to this life before. Even if you have come, I'm not sure you remember. So that mm-hmm. means you, there's no, there's no like a manual that's going to tell you, okay, this is where you should go. You, you just need to stick, keep trying stuff and see the one that works out and stick to it. So why not just try something and see where life leads you to? Once again, my name is Olayin Katiana and I'm a LinkedIn tutor and influencer. My social media is Olayin Katiana. The Anna is H-A-N-N-A-H. You can follow me on all social media platforms. I'm always open to put you trust in LinkedIn. Thank you, Jessica, for having me. It was really a nice time. And I felt so... um happy to share my story because like i said this is my first time of sharing my story and it was so nice to know that there's someone that's really willing to listen to me without judging because whenever i tell people this story they are always ready to bring out their cutlass of advices from left and right giving me unsolicited advice but thank you for um letting me say my story and understanding the fact that i do have a plan i have a goal and i'm just i'm, I'm let me say I'm, I'm i'm living life and Seeing where it leads me to and also making sure that I'm taking charge of my personal development because that's very, very important. Thank you so much for having me, Jessica. It means a lot to me. Um, once again, my name is Olayin Katiana and I'm on 20-something runs. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure talking to you. It's been amazing. Your, your, your joy and your goodness and your courage, I can feel it talking to you. I mean, we, we're not seeing physically but I can legit feel your energy and how contagious it is. And I'm very sure that regardless of what life throws at you, your future is very bright. And it's amazing to see that at such a young age, you're already inspiring all that sort of thing. So it's like, wow, go girl. I am rooting for you. And thank you very much for coming on the podcast once again. Yes, it's been you're amazing. welcome. <laughs> So guys, that is it. I have been talking to Olayin Ka and I'm sure that you must have learned a thing or two just as I have as well. And I do hope that you're able to, you know, implement it at every stage or at any point you want. And like Olayin Ka already mentioned her social media platform, make sure to check her out, reach out to her if you want to talk to her. And I'm sure that she would be very happy to talk to you. Okay, so until next week, I'm Jessica Fortune signing out. Bye.